0: Hello and welcome to Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer and today I have with me Elmer and Elmer and I are meeting in person today. So it's a little bit different from you know all the other times when we'll get somebody coming and jamming the line Mm -hmm. and in putting it down. So this time if there's any problem it's all mine but I hope it'll all be smooth. Elmer, Namaskar and welcome to Guru's channel. Thank you
1: for inviting me.
0: So Elmer, we've been going over this thing about you know China trying to rattle its saber against India they keep doing some mischief here and there they've also been doing the same thing with Taiwan and we talked about in a previous episode how China might be using fishing boats as a weapon to try and cut off the channel Mm. now go back a little bit more I think you know you've done a little bit more thinking about this you have a scenario in your mind that could play out the way things are going, looking at how things are going in Ukraine and Russia and, and so on and so forth. So, give us a little bit of what you think could happen in the next couple of weeks to a couple of months' time. Take it away, sir.
1: Thank you. Um, last time I spoke about China using a fishing boat or ferry and ferry boats to really uh, block off the Taiwan Strait. Uh, that was uh, when China claimed. The Taiwan Strait is their their inner water, meaning uh, it's, it's part of China. Right. While of course internationally there is an open Strait, all every day 500 ships going through, so it's 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 really open water. So, but after that, after my speech, it's about a month or a uh, half ago, things have been more things have developed. There are joint exercise. Uh, naval exercise between uh, Russia and China, and they actually sail around Japan. All right, and then there's another naval exercise. One Russian ship heading exactly to between Japan and Taiwan. That's straight. I, I know the Chinese. Uh, it's called Kongku, but I don't know the Japanese word for it. But anyway, and the Chinese ship followed. So my reading is this. Since uh, Abby has died, uh, which is Abby, something right. very important right now, Abby is the initiator of this whole, four, you call it the Four-power Conference, right? It's still called the Four-power Conference. He's the one who designed it and got approval from the U.S and has been pushing, promoting this uh, four country, and then he started promoting this uh, extension of NATO all the way to Asia. He's been promoting that. So Chinese really hate him. So I still believe the most probable murderer would be following Xi Jinping's order. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, I think Xi Jinping need to have some kind of a military result, win, or small win. He can blow it up in China as a huge win. So let's say... Every day there are 500 ships going through the Taiwan Strait, and every week there's one American warship going through. Right? A few days ago, when one American warship going through, in fact they encounter one Chinese warship. So what if they asked the Russian to block off Japan's help to Taiwan, they're, they are, they're, they're strait between Japan and Taiwan. What if they asked the Russian to block off Japan, and Japan is still has not passed the law of being just a defensive, having uh, a defensive uh, uh, military, so they will be hesitant to get into a fight with a with Russia, a nuclear power. They will be hesitant, so they may not venture to help Taiwan, which they claimed they were going to do. But with the Russian blocking them off, they may not do it. So imagine the Chinese using some way easy to block off the north side and the south side of the Taiwan Strait while the American ship is going through, and while there are still maybe 50 uh, other ships going through. So they capture them there and create a stalemate for, let's say, two, three months. And the Chinese have an advantage because they don't have to use their battleships. They don't have to use at all. They can use land artilleries or uh, missiles from land, which is you know the uh, west side of the Taiwan Strait, is all China. and they have all kinds of weapons they can use. So they don't have to risk their uh, Navy, Navy uh, fleet to fight, fight the American American, of course, very powerful. And then if they can capture this thing for two, three months, they can basically get a peace talk. With the American, and then it would be a tremendous uh, problem because of ships. I mean, 500 ships a day. That is one of the busiest sea lanes in the world. Meaning, Japan will have huge problem supplying to Southeast Asia and India and Europe going through the Taiwan Strait. And then, of course, America will probably block off the Malacca Malacca. in return. Say, okay, we allow other ships to go, but not Chinese ships. So I think Xi Jinping is preparing, using this kind of COVID lockdown, for such a thing to happen. And they bought a lot of extra grain. They bought 70% of the world's extra grain in the last three years. And he's preparing for this. And he's not talking about, we're not talking about landing like a Normandy in Taiwan. We are just talking about capturing two islands, cl- very close to China mainland, in the Taiwan Strait. If he can just capture these two and negotiate something by keeping the two islands, very similar to what Putin is trying to do for Donbass, right? It's called Donbass. Donbass, right. Uh, in in the eastern uh, Ukraine, very yes. similar. So he can force on, uh, on, on the U.S. to negotiate. And then at home, he can claim victory. Oh, I fought against all the people because uh, the 20-some countries joined the fleet. So he can get uh, reelected to continue his, uh, his rule in China. So uh, this is it's my, my theory, but of course, I have no evidence. But I see many, many... Uh, things supporting this theory and I'd like you guys to also to, to think about it.
0: Yeah, so two two or three things I want to ask you. Right? One is see, Malacca Strait, mm-hmm. you know, cutting it off mm-hmm. for China yes. will basically give uh, US to prevent China from exporting to Europe yes. and to US. Mm-hmm. Unless China wants to go the other way, but then that's open sea there, US can easily cut it off. Um, that's one, one thing that China also has problems. So its exports are going to be completely smashed if that happens. So that's one challenge for China too. It's not, it tit for tat kind of thing. Second thing is, why should all these uh, commercial vessels go through only in between this trade? Why can't they go around Taiwan?
1: Very high wave. Very high wave. It would take a, a very risky also. Very risky. Oh, I see. So choppy seas. Choppy seas. Because what happened in Japan, Japan and Korea, all their oil, all their oil is supplied through this strait. Oh, I so, see. So uh, there's a reason. Of course, they can do it, but it would take much longer. And then, and then it's good. At least they can capture, hmm. let's say, 100 ships inside the strait and disrupt the entire global supply, which we're already in trouble. Right. And uh, and they are ready because they have done two rehearsals by using the COVID lockdown. Right, right. They've been using uh, rehearsing that.
0: Right. So
1: I I truly believe that may happen, and uh, it's logical, and he doesn't have to. It doesn't have to cost China a lot. So even two days ago, they are exercising the coast of China, exercising in case there's a, they call natural disaster. But it could also be Americans shooting missiles at them. Right? Or or even up to nuclear weapons. So people are kind of rehearsed and psychologically prepared to stay at home and not going out right. for for, right. for uh for two, three months. Right, right. So so for China the
0: imports from like for example crude that also would be impacted if Malacca Strait is cut off, isn't it? But so far
1: they have Russia now.
0: Right, they can so buy, they have an alternate route Russia. Right, right.
1: and uh, since, um, according to statistics, in the last six months compared to a year ago, their container has doubled. So you can also ship oil by train. Yeah, I've seen it happen right. without right. pipeline. And they do have a pipeline. Right. They can, Russia can force Kazakhstan to use their pipeline because there's also a pipeline going all the way from uh, west of China to east of China, right? They can, and the pipeline can be used both for gas and oil. Mm. It's not a problem. So, in they are, I think they are prepared for a something like that. Especially the Russian, you know, uh, Russians still have a lot of oil uh, in the in the Sakhalin Island. Right. They have Sakhalin Island. They have North Pole. They can ship this uh, um, what do you call natural LNG, right. from the North Pole to Yamayo down to China. And there are a lot of, they. I believe they feel quite confident about uh, having enough energy and the food. You know, uh, you made a very important
0: point that you know it is not very difficult for uh, the ships to go out around Taiwan because of the choppy seas. Yes. It is something that people don't really think about. When you mm. have two land masses, the sea in between tends to be much more gentle. Mm-hmm. That's the point we are trying to make. Thank you very much Elmer and uh, viewers, we will wait and see how it plays out. Elmer has been almost always right about his predictions. This is something which is again, you know, you're looking at uh, a situation developing and a geopolitics and we think that something like this could happen. So just take it from that perspective. We're not saying this is going to happen but this could happen. Thank you once again, No Scott. Thank
1: you again. Thank you for the interview.